Marriage Broker Randy presents Behind the Scenes. This is an audio series documenting the lives of happily married couples who've committed to spending their every day building healthy relationships. Growing up, we've listened to countless stories that end with meeting your soulmate, getting married and living happily ever after. But is that all to relationships? We're here to find out more. We hope to unravel marriage through stories of real relationships. I'm your host Priyanka Bhardwaj, founder and CEO of Marriage Broker Anti, which is a matrimonial advisory and relationship coaching service. What you're about to hear is an unscripted conversation with a couple who've graciously come forward to share their relationship story. I'm Shobha. I'm 60 plus year old <laughs> and working as a as a doctor. Yeah, we we live in UK and uh, yeah, it it's spring is coming on so we feeling good now at the moment although we were we are in lockdown. I am Anand. Um, I'm a surgeon work in the local hospital here. I'm a small town chap and want to stay in a small town. I'm kind of mid to late 60s you can say but uh, <laughs> probably 40 at heart oh, uh, yeah. and uh, still active physically and mentally and, uh, trying to enjoy life as much as we can In today's episode of Behind the Scenes we have Dr. Shobha and Dr. Anand Shobha and Anand met each other for the first time in 1991 in a typical arranged marriage setup They got engaged a week after they first met and got married another week after. Well, it was at least 6 months before they started living together after they got married. They've been together for nearly 30 years now. They currently live in the south of England in the beautiful county of Cornwall. How did you guys meet? Well, <laughs> it's it's through relatives. Mm-hmm. It was a very short very short encounter so to to go in depth we saw the family each other one thursday mm-hmm. the next thursday was the engagement oh wow and <laughs> other next the thursday after was the marriage and uh, wow. he was he was in uk then so he left a week after the marriage so wow. yeah yeah that that is how we met Mm-hmm. and probably our real real uh, living together started after i moved to uk uh, which was 6 months after we got married wow and how did you guys stay in touch uh, when when you were married like before you started living together maybe once a month phone call because oh, in wow. that in those in those days the communication uh, was network was not that like how it is now Right. So it was just uh, just once a month uh, phone call, yeah. The letter. Got it. And the le- yeah, letters, letters, yeah. Got it. Got it. And when you guys met each other and before you decided to get married, which obviously is quite quickly, what did you guys like about each other and why did you, you know, agree to marry each other? You look into the family as well, isn't it? You yeah. you think oh, family is good. They they are decent. That is the first thing. and then um horoscope they look into the horoscope match was brilliant okay um, 
and and then to you you look physical so okay to look at right and has a good job right so what else you need so the basic <laughs> things were met and then you start then when you start living then you see what else i mean how you get along right. so there was nothing before to see whether we can get along or not got it so, got it yeah. wow so you so it was obviously a leap of faith where you said okay it looks yeah. good on paper so should be okay to you know be with yeah. the person got it got it and now 30 years later are there qualities that you guys really like about each other and could you name them well the qualities um, i like about her is that uh, first of all um, she's kind of a homely person she wants to kind of make improvements in the house all the time she's a good cook i can she works hard <laughs> she works hard uh, mm-hmm. and uh, she's very good with uh, her hard horticultural kind of activities here mm-hmm. um what else and she's very good in making plants like holiday plants and uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of thing so that's yeah. awesome that's awesome what about you shobanti um me yeah i mean i i like him he's cool as a cucumber sometimes it really gets on your nerves <laughs> so yeah i mean whatever whatever uh, plans we make or whatever things we make in life um he, he does discuss and we come to mutual conclusion what we want to do um not hard to convince anything mm-hmm. uh, um yeah he is good with the money he, he manages all the money matters That's i don't right. get into that so we each have got our uh, what do you say uh, strong points and weak points got so it. where i am weak and he is strong that's how it works mm-hmm. got it that's that's really nice and like obviously you know you guys didn't know each other too much like before you got married and you've learned a lot of things about each other do you have a memory of when you first appreciated something about this person and you thought oh i'm glad i married this person like what, what can you remember moments in your life where you actually uh, remember appreciating some quality then and there like do you have good like memories of no there's no turning points like that you know it's just a very gradual transition i must say Mm-hmm. it's uh, it's usually very difficult right in the beginning to know each other's likes dislikes because we didn't go into such a depth before and yes. so it's a very gradual thing to notice uh, weaknesses and the strengths of other person um i um i have little bit of knee jerk reaction which he always says and he takes time to do to uh, do our to decide something yeah. so that is his yeah. good point yeah so whereas i am i'm a bit uh, very very um, i have to give the answer there there itself or i have to get it done then so i don't have patience he got has it. got a lot of patience yeah got it it's it's interesting that you say that that you're not patient but he's patient but you say that that's a good thing about him how have you come to appreciate a quality that you don't have in him where you're saying oh that's actually a good thing yeah because a few times it has happened by waiting and patiently you get better options and better things in life 
rather than just do it then and there itself and then and then repent oh this thing has happened i should have really waited right. when this has happened quite a few times when we book any holidays yeah. any book flights <laughs> I, i have to do it because this is there and then after a few days i just check has it come down in price yes and then he'll go and look i told you to wait <laughs> you didn't so yeah uh yeah it does happen yeah, yeah. she does a lot of things just by knee-jerk reaction you know she has to answer somebody immediately as soon as she gets some sort of message she has to you know there's no time to think you know make an answer proper answer sometimes uh, sleep over it and then you know she, no she has to just do it and then she will regret oh i should have added that i should have done this i should have done that <laughs> he's he's on the on the on the other hand sometimes he waits for so long he forgets <laughs> to answer <laughs> that was that's the annoying point yeah yeah i think i think finding that middle ground is important i think so but she is good in certain things i you know like as i said like planning a holiday or planning something she's very good at it um because i'm too lay, laid back and I, i i won't move but she does all the you know <laughs> got it. program got it uh, yeah that's right nice. so, um i think for anything i i do extensive research yeah. and go to that extent yeah. which is not necessary yeah. and that makes me more anxious I've, i've got that i've got this and anything i just uh, I, i i think laterally too much got it got it which which he is not he just goes straight and then does it that's all got it yeah i think it's useful to have a balance in that sense that you guys yeah where she is weak i'm strong and I, where i am weak she's strong and you know vice versa actually that's <laughs> so right. it kind of compensates yeah that's right cool. it sounds like both of you enjoy traveling and you know you you i know that you guys travel a lot apart from traveling are there any other shared activities that you do you know even on a day to day basis to bond as a couple yeah we we do a lot of uh, gardening together okay and then uh, we go for walks we go for a uh, run we do um, uh, exercise when we do exercise outside we yeah. we go together okay and um, yeah we go for shopping together uh, yeah we do take uh, time and then we watch television together see okay. the chat and yeah. you guys yeah. have the same taste in television like do both of you enjoy yeah. the same yeah 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 more or less similar except the cricket and the sports which i don't like <laughs> got it and is there a favorite memory from any of your like uh, past holidays so far any particular trip that you absolutely enjoyed all of them have yeah. been very good yeah. i mean it's very difficult to pick out the one Yeah. Um, which one would you say i like santorini that was nice yeah brazil iguazu falls yeah. yeah that's nice that was really nice we love paris we, we right. go there more often right yeah awesome awesome and obviously you know uh, despite being married for so long you guys seem to have a lot of shared activities and good moments but i'm sure there are also fights and disagreements what do you guys fight about the most it's usually cooking isn't it <laughs> yes no another thing is i comes to mind she doesn't trust people got it <laughs> that one annoys me actually uh, more than anything it's not a fight but it's a very annoying thing <laughs> trust people in the sense uh, i usually have uh, something negative about that and no that's not right it has to be 
oh, you need to check before doing that. I don't believe. So, <laughs> and he just believes anyone on the face. Right. It's not right. like yeah. that. When, when there is, you know, you when there's a genuine reason to believe, you yeah. believe them. That, yeah. That's where we, we differ, yeah. Got it. Got it. And and how do you guys normally fight? Like, do both of you just shout at each other or do both of you go quiet? Like, what, can you describe your fighting style? Okay. He says, always it's me who is more mouthy than him. Right. I think it used to be quite... It used to be quite vocal in the, once upon a time. In the beginning, yeah. yeah. Right. Now, it's, as we get older, it's mellowed down. And one of us will keep quiet. And mainly him who doesn't talk. And then I won't talk. And then he will say, oh, I won't eat today. This used to happen quite often when, when, when we are younger. He will say, I won't eat. I, 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 uh, what I would do is, okay, if you don't eat, that's fine. It's there. Even if you feel hungry, you eat it. So right. don't talk for a couple of days. And then it just, uh, so, I mean, if, when you live together, especially in the Western yeah. world, or you have to talk to each other, otherwise there's no one else to talk. So then Correct. it gets mellowed down and then, then that just goes off. So the Got best it. way is to not to continue the fight and just, just leave it there to rest. Uh, I don't think for, we had a fight for a long no, time. No, now, so. no. What happens when there is actually a genuine issue to be resolved or discussed? You can't not talk, right? So then how do you actually end up discussing it? Like, do you give it a few days? How, how does that work? Usually, the, the discussion is on a very petty things, okay. uh, which which wouldn't continue for uh, for days. It's Got nothing, it. nothing. It's very, very petty. Got I don't it. think we have any big issues to fight about at the moment. Got it. Yeah. Even, even in the past, yeah. Yeah. If okay. it is something serious, we won't fight on it. We would just sit and think and chat and uh, come to some conclusion. Usually, fighting is on. On, on a very trivial thing. Like, mm -hmm. I told you not to put that much in, in saru or huri. I won't eat. It used to be like that in the past. Okay. So, <laughs> Got so it. you only eat, I won't eat. So, Got it. like that, rather than on, on, a, Got on it. a serious matter. Got it. Understood. I mean, it's pretty cool that you're saying you haven't fought more recently, especially in the pandemic, because I'm pretty sure it's quite... Annoying People, to be yeah. with the same person in the same house yeah. 24-7. Ah, to, to be frank, we are in the same house, but not in the same place. He's, okay. he's always in, in his uh, study room doing, uh, I say always, PhD on Indian politics. God. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be in the living room or I'll be uh, doing something in the living room. So we hardly sit. Only in the evening we sit together and... Uh, watch Got television it. together otherwise we'll Got be it. doing our own things in our own space yeah got it what would you say like despite like these fights being petty or something i'm sure they would have affected you on that day or like something like that how do you how do you ensure that these fights don't get in the way of you know your relationship what is your secret to letting go of all of those fights and still being this close uh, i think what i have i have learned all these days is when you know that the fight is getting escalated, just leave it there. Leave it there. You, you might think you are the loser, but it's at the end of the day that you are not. So you are avoiding a big fight, right. which is maybe damaging. Then yeah. just uh, just leave it there. Yeah, Got it. Uh, that is what I have learned uh, from my past experiences. Got yeah. it. Uh, I think best is not to escalate because. Uh, 
things can get quite ugly and so i think best thing is to stay stay cool and calm and you know right. not proceed right. further so right. just uh, yeah that's how we manage i think makes sense got it and and probably we, we won't speak for a day or two i mean it used to happen long time right. back right. Yeah. But no, not anymore <laughs> what what do you think what do you think changed and like when do people mellow down in a relationship like how many years did it take you guys to actually yeah like, i think at least about 15 20 years i think so wow okay because you know i used to say our blood is still warm and you know we are still uh, josh a lot of josh and you don't want to uh, you know you want to go your uh, how how you think and she doesn't agree things like that so until su- such time that you know you're getting a little bit <laughs> older uh, i yeah. think that's when It's, you start realizing that you know things is not going to work. Mm. Uh, you know probably things won't change and best thing is to accept uh, as they are so probably around 50 mid 50s got it the time i think people start to realize and slow down i think this is my feeling got it and do you think this had anything to do with was there a correlation with kiran growing up him going off to university it just like you know obviously there are changes in your relationship when you're raising a child together a child grows up then it's just you how how do those things impact your relationship i think so, when kiran was growing yes we were busy uh, looking after him um i i, I was uh, uh, doing all the house chores and he used to take him to all over the places because he was very sporty all the weekends were um, uh, were taking him to his sports and i i used to work in the uh, uh, work on the weekends yeah. so he used to look after that so we we had uh, our own uh, duties towards him okay. and when he went to uni yes it was quite uh, uh, empty um uh, probably um prob- yeah um, there was nothing for us to uh, fight about and sometimes it was uh, it was the fight regarding who will do what and uh, Uh, who will take him and and what what will we do all that so probably we came more closer once uh, kiran moved away uh, because it. there was nothing else to nothing else for us to hang on right um, right so we were there for each other when yeah. he when he turned 16 he started driving so he used to take the car and he used to go right so Um, so that was uh, yeah i was actually going to ask you that if like him moving away to uni brought you closer or were you suddenly like oh shit we have nothing to talk about now because usually you spend so much really, time on logistics yeah yeah no it didn't change much did it no no i don't think it changed yeah much. it didn't change much the relation um no i, I think uh, kiran you never used to be in the house you know he was always <laughs> out <laughs> he was always with the students mm. and things like that so right now 30 years hence you know there there's so much you've learned about you know being married and being parents and all of that if you could go back and tell your single self as in before you got married uh, one thing that you did not know um when you were single about being married what would it be one thing is for me the freedom goes away actually <laughs> <laughs> I, i used to say it's, it's, it's like bandhana you know yeah 
<laughs> Maybe for men. <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, the freedom of movement, freedom, you know, because uh, when I go out, yeah. I will look uh, things like that. Right. So, I didn't have any restrictions. I could do whatever I want. In fact, I mean, he, he likes me if I'm outside rather than inside <laughs> the house. <laughs> it doesn't matter to him. Even if I go with my girlfriends for any party, he just say, go and enjoy. Right. And I, I don't think I did, I did have any restrictions what I do, what I buy or what I, where I go. Yeah. So, no, it, it, there wasn't much uh, difference. Uh, uh, how it was before marriage and after marriage, yeah. Got it, got it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I guess one final question for the both of you. We obviously started this conversation where I asked you to introduce yourselves individually. But if you could, each of you, introduce yourselves as a couple, how would you do it? We are very, what do you say, very down to earth and uh, very uh, adjustable. Mm-hmm. Um, happy go lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, like traveling. Like to do things together yeah. rather than on, on our own. We are not over ambitious. We yeah. are kind of uh, you know normal uh, people with uh, normal kind of uh, ambitions. Nothing uh, too much. When you've been together for so long, uh, I think. You've grown together so much that you're very comfortable by with each other by this stage, right? Because what I found is younger couples are much more hesitant to talk about their relationship because they're still uncertain what the relationship is like. But I think when you're talking about like a 30-year-old baby, then, you know, you're quite comfortable by then. We have seen the life and life has taught us so many things, isn't it? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and I think one thing I would like to say: these youngsters, including my son, says that not for arranged marriage. Right. Um, when you when you when you tell them that look, ours was arranged marriage. We didn't even see each other before marriage. Oh, that was thirty years ago. But I don't think much has changed since thirty years. It's all the mentality which uh, which uh, makes the marriage work, rather than uh, yeah. rather than the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It it is it is a give and take between between the couple. You can't just uh, say that this is what I want and this is what you want. There is no. You are going parallel, isn't it? There's yeah. no no way you can join anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm mm. so glad I had this conversation with you. Truly, truly a privilege to be speaking to a couple that have been together for so long and are not shy about talking about their relationship. Uh, So thank you so much for spending time with me and talking to me about your relationship. When you've been together for 30 years, your relationship is like a full-grown adult who's capable of bearing fruit. All the years of work into the relationship really starts to pay off. What I learned from my conversation with Dr. Shobha and Dr. Anand is that building a relationship is a gradual process and that commitment and patience play a huge role. Whether it takes 10 years or 15 years for you to see returns, it's an investment that's worth the wait. I also learned that in a marriage, you may grow together in many ways, but it's important to respect each other's individuality and find a balance between being yourself and being part of a couple. Maybe that's the secret to a successful marriage. 
I wish this couple many more years of good health, peace and lots of travels. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes. These conversations are available on the Marriage Broker Auntie channel on YouTube and Spotify. Please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already done so, so you can have access to future episodes as soon as they're out. Please do like and share these conversations with your friends and family. Much has been said about how we meet our partners, but very little about how we build relationships with them. So if you think this conversation could inspire someone you know, don't forget to share this with them. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to our website marriagebrokerauntie.com, auntie with an i e, to learn more about this project and the work we do. Thank you.